Welcome, everybody, to Pick and Roll, and it is a brand new week here for some NBA free picks. So once again, Pibbs joins me as he does every weekday morning right here on the board YouTube channel, the Hammers NBA content division. Uh, we are the day after the Super Bowl here, so in the world of sports betting, focus has shifted away from the NFL. Perhaps your focus is shifting towards the NBA, so Pibbs has two free picks for you guys on the way today and two of which being player props rather than SGPs today. A little bit of a programming note going forward. We previously have advertised that Monday and Fridays were dedicated to big SGPs. We're no longer going to constrict pips to just a Monday and Friday specifically for big SGPs. So unfortunately, none today. However, when he sees a very good spot to bring out a big SGP, he's absolutely going to do it. We'll have the bonus on the show. However, it's not going to be specific days. So Check back on the shows. Make sure you're following, following us on Twitter, where I'll also mention right as the show goes live, if a big SGP is going to be potentially on the way as a bonus pick for the show, but no longer will be just for the Mondays and the Fridays. It can be any day of the week whenever Pitts finds that good spot. So with that in mind, let's get into the picks here. Before we do that, make sure you guys have hit the like button, support the content, get us started on a brand new week here off on the right foot. And also, if you're new to the channel, like I said, we go live every weekday morning, myself and Pips. Plus, I'm live on Thursday with Kirk Evans for weekly NBA takeaways. And we have some additional bonus content in between whenever we see fit. With that, now we're ready to get into the picks. First of all, let's go to the Nuggets and the Bucks game. We've had a lot of Denver Nuggets related bets as of late, and we are looking for another one here. We're going to be going to Jamal Murray on the over at 22 and a half points, which is minus 150, sorry, minus 113 at Caesars Sportsbook. And our second play of the day is on Carl Anthony Towns on an under once again. We have under 22 and a half for minus 125 odds at DraftKings as the Timberwolves are taking on the high-flying Clippers. All right, we send it over to Pips. We start with that first pick. Talk to us about the Jamal Murray play and why we're going to be backing him. Yeah, we are going back to guards against the Bucks. They played two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago. Jamal Murray ended up with 35 points in that game. Just two main game with uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, so maybe the Bucks decide to make some adjustments in some games with Brook Lopez. But when you have Jokic uh, as a as a threat out there, they will just continue just defending. Pips is a bit frozen. Uh, hopefully he comes back to us for this one. Uh, Pips, you you froze up a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me there, but uh, we'll we'll get back to Pips as as soon as possible. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, you're here. You're here. We're good. We're good. I, I forgot to turn off my VPN. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. It's something okay. like So yeah, I just two main game with Nikola Jokic will be there entire game thirty five last game against the Bucks. Same thing we saw against the Boston Celtics when they just sag off and let, let Jamal Murray and Jokic play two with two, two. As you can see, Bucks are the dead last pick and roll both under defense, and that's where 31 points from 31% of his points coming from. They allow third most opposing point guards. They are terrible defending handoffs, and he'll play them a lot with Nikola Jokic this game. Getting to the line is also some of his main base of scoring bucks are terrible at this this season they're falling a ton and they are below average in transition defense like every part of jamal murray scoring is up there he's scoring 40 percent of his points via mid-range 
they are allowing the most mid range in the league with deep drop cover, like the as perfect matchup as it can get. And we saw it last time they played, so I think last time he scored 35 points without scoring a single three. I think that's not going to happen to him. I think he, he at least pulls one or two threes in this game, and he's usually scoring almost three a game. So this is a great spot. All right, there is our first play. We move to the second play here. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns under 22 net points, minus 125 at DraftKings here. And actually, comment coming from Sam C saying that Towns is minus 106, same price, or sorry, same bet at Caesars. Uh, yeah, but- I, I was, I, I had it uh, before the show at Caesars, and then they somehow removed the, the line before the show. So everything else was. Uh, but everything left was minus 125, DraftKing, ESPN, and, and Bet365. But yeah, I initially wanted to share Caesars. So yeah, great. If you can get that there, that's a great stuff. It cool. is up as of now. Just checked on it. Just, just checked in on it. So if you have access to Caesars, which you should, uh, obviously go bet it over there. But as we gave it out here, we'll have it at minus 125. Uh, but I'll make a little note here that it was minus one six, minus one hundred six at season. But regardless, Pips, yeah, you like to play regardless on Carl Anthony Towns under twenty two and a half here. Uh, talk, tell us about why you like the under. There's there are so many reasons why I like this under. Like uh, one of the probably longest analysts I, I can share. The first one is when you look at his games against the Los Angeles Clippers against the Los Angeles Clippers. With uh, Ty Lue as the coach, we can see last six games, 16.2 points average, limited field goal attempts, limited usage. Five out of these six last six games were in the season when he averaged 26 points a game. He still didn't go over 20 points in those games. Now he's an even lower usage player than those seasons. This season's earlier, only 17 points. So didn't go over 20 points in the last six against the Clippers. Tyloo limited him heavily. If you take a look at his last 30 games, last 20 ga- 22 games with, with Edwards against teams that are not Pacers and Hornets, where he inflated his lines insanely, he averaged 20.5 points under in 15 out of the last 22. He scores 35% of his points at the rim. Clippers are above average there. 34% of his points above above, above uh, the break three. Clippers are above average defense there. If you take a look at the play types, Clippers are almost the, the best in, this, in the play types that he scores the most points. No post-ups, no pick and roll, roll man, no free throws for, for Khaled, no towns. Yeah, I think if, if he excludes those two games against the court, he has 22.6 points average on the season. If he exclude the games against Hornets, where he scored 40 to 62, and against the Pacers, where he scored 40, two crazy games against terrible teams, he's averaging 20, 20 points, 0.5 on the season and 22 and a half in a difficult matchup against the Clippers, who allow second least points to opposing power forward. He will get probably guarded by Kawhi Leonard in this game. When he's going with bench unit, they will double team him. They won't let him score. And yeah, that's where how I see the game. How I see this. I, I bet, like, I think every time uh, Towns played the, the Clippers, I bet he's under and it was easily winner. Hopefully, today again, because as I said, Tyloo has special defense for, for um, Towns for like 
as long as I can remember. So yeah, I expect Browns to be bothered in this game. All right. So there we have it. Both of the picks in the books there. Uh, let's get to the recap of the previous day's plays. Reminder that the Carlton Towns line reopened at Caesars at minus 106 if you have access there rather than our minus 125. Um, just timing for the show. Sometimes things go away like that. But uh, hey, if you're watching now, you can certainly grab that one. Let's go to the recap of the Friday plays. And once again, left with a little bit of frustration. It was a one in one day. Uh, the winner, as usual, winners are nice and easy. Okongwu, I believe, was first half. He goes over the 12 and a half points, finishes with 21. And closing line also insane. <laughs> 14 and a half close on the over when he got 12 and a half. Yes. Uh, no matter what line you got, you got the over on that one. The losing side is Nikola Jokic on the SGP, finishes with, I believe it was 23 points. We needed 25. Went over his six and a half assists. And I think it was, it was, it was eight rebounds, I believe, we needed over nine and a half. But the Nuggets got absolutely blown out in this game. And Jokic missed a, a little bit of time as he exited a touch early in the first quarter. And that bet got really close. If it was somewhat closer of a game, which you would expect against in the Nuggets Kings, if Jokic got a little bit of extra time on the court, who knows? Unfortunate there. It is the one and one day. Pips, talk to us about the, the, the Jokic side of this one. Yeah, it's difficult to cover these numbers in three quarters, especially after going to the locker room for some times. We got screwed up with Michael Porter Jr. and KCP both being ruled out before the game. And that made it difficult for Denver to play in this one. Jokic was tremendous. He got points. He got assists. He had eight rebounds because Kings couldn't miss. I think if he got two minutes, he ends up probably 11 rebounds and like 30 points and nine assists, almost maybe a triple-double. 30 points. So, yeah, I think the read was great. I'll bet again and over and over again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, blown out. Denver blown out. Champions blown out. That's always not in the books. Of course. Uh, but thankfully, the winner on Okongwu up on the season a little bit here. Hopefully, this week puts us in a great position. Uh, okay. We're on the night after the Super Bowl here. I know this is an NBA show, but just it, it, it's one of the biggest sporting events, probably yeah. the second or third biggest sporting event. Uh, Pips, I actually saw you tweeted about it. Did you stay up and watch the Super Bowl? Yes, or I guess this yeah. morning for your time zone. I, I like three, like apart from like I started uh, watching the NFL three years ago because I had some friends that I did NBA work with and they were also betting on nfl so i got a bit interested so i started watching i watched like first like uh super bowl four years ago super bowl three years ago then last season i watched in a regular season games on the of the nfl like every sunday i will watch at least one to two games then this season i watched maybe two three games but watched almost every recap or every highlights of every night so like like i'm casual casual fun and last night I watched the entire game, and I honestly say like I really enjoyed it. Like probably the best game I ever seen. Like didn't didn't watch many games, but with intensity and everything going on, I like well probably the best I ever seen. Yeah, I agree. That game it started out as a bit of a, a, a dud. Uh, yeah, a lot of mistakes, sloppy sloppy play, some not so great coaching decisions, but it really livened up 
as the game went on. And it was so tense for such a long period of time. That was a, a very enjoyable watch. Um, Super Bowl is typically one of my bigger betting days of the year. Did you have any action on the Super Bowl? If so, how did you do? I no, I didn't have anything. I just watched the game, enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I kind of like really enjoy watching Mahomes. I, I know that's like like casual fun thing, like everyone's fun. Like, but yeah. I will, I will enjoy watching him and like believing that he will turn around and. He had outstanding fourth and overtime. Like yeah. he was great, insane. And so, yeah, it was a joy to watch. <laughs> yeah, it is quite the spectacle getting to watch Patrick Mahomes do his thing the Super Bowl, especially like that the fourth quarter drive to tie the game and the overtime drive to win the game. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the plays that he makes, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there with no rooting interest really in the game other than betting. And I'm like, I'm incredibly nervous and. I don't know how he's feeling and he's getting blitz. He's under pressure, making perfect throws on like third on long third downs. I, yeah, I, I think it's like, was it like in the third quarter when he made like 55 yards or like insane throw, like a rocket and they fumbled next in the next play. Oh yeah. It was, it was, was like, the first half. Yeah. Hard. Nicole Hardman had the, the long completion and Pacheco fumbles next snap. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, was, it, yeah, that was like, I, I felt so bad for him. Like, in the, yeah. Yeah, but uh, eventually they come through uh, a back-to-back there. Um, as far as my betting, I had a really good pregame, and then the game itself was break-even, which I guess is fine because I started out well, but I just kind of watched the whole game a little disappointed because I thought the day could have gone better. But Super Bowls have uh, done done pretty well for me. Happy with this one. Uh, unfortunately, one of our viewers here, Raymond Alexander, didn't, didn't do so hot in the Super Bowl, saying heavy damage in the Super Bowl. I- I just saw on the Twitter, like it, it's not it's it's polarized. Like either you did great or you did terrible. I I didn't yeah. saw many people like in the middle. Like either some guys I saw like seven and one, and I saw some guys like one and seven. Like yeah, a, a, a rare thing to see. Like I I got I got pretty well. I'm in the middle. I I was pretty much like break even uh, on on the game. I did I did extremely well uh, as a whole, but. Uh, it wouldn't have been as good if it didn't go to overtime. Overtime definitely pushed a few things uh, on some overs and did not suffer, uh, did not uh, cause any hindrances on some unders. But um, there was a, I actually, as much as the show here this season has had some bad luck with hooks, I had some two extremely lucky hook wins yesterday. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take that bit of luck there. Hopefully some of that luck can spill back over on the hooks into the show as well. But that will do it for us on the show today. Uh, be, uh, this is the, the last week of, of NBA action until the All-Star break gets going. So we'll have shows. I believe the last day, batch of games are on Thursday this week. But maybe perhaps after the fact, last year we did an NBA All-Star betting show where we talked about the, the skills competition, three-point competition. So keep a lookout for stuff like that coming on the show. But for the time being, when there are NBA games, me and Pips are live here on the board YouTube channel in the morning. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. And if you enjoyed the show or and or tailing the picks today, please make sure you have hit that like button as well. Here are the picks today. First of all, at Caesars, it's Jamal Murray over 22 and a half points against the Bucks for minus 113 odds at Caesars. And in the second play, uh, we have minus 125 at DraftKings after we went live. It reopened at Caesars at minus 106. So please play it there instead. But for the show tracking, we gave it up minus 125 for Carl Anthony Towns under 22 and a half points as the Minnesota Timberwolves are taking on 
the Los Angeles Clippers. That'll do it today. Thanks so much for watching. We shall see you on the next one tomorrow morning, hopefully recapping a 2-0 day.